Good morning, everybody. It's time to wake and bake in the morning with me, Mr. Balloonuts. What's going on? Hey, hi, ho, foam, I don't know what the fuck. What's up, everyone? I got a lot of sleep. I feel good. Uh, I was watching that Jets and Cleveland game. I know Cleveland won, but like reluctantly, it's like like Cleveland didn't want to win, but they won. The Jets are just a mess, right? Their starting quarterback has mono. Who the fuck gets mono? Although he is kind of still a kid, right? I don't know. How the fuck do you get mono and shit? And then you're out? Like, how do you get mono and you're out and you're a professional? I, I don't get it. The backup quarterback gets hurt, so the third string quarterback has to play. And then, like, the Jets didn't even trust him. They just, like, ran all the time. There's a few times he threw, which he made some good throws. But, uh, <laughs> the team just sucks. The Jets suck. This guy, Gase... The coach, he seems like a nice enough guy, but he's got those crazy eyes, and he's, you know, goes after those smelling salts. The guy's got a fucking problem. The guy is definitely not all there, which I'm not mad at because I like to laugh at the Jets, but I'm starting to feel pity for the Jets. Like, I feel bad for them. Like, I actually want him to go get, like, I don't know, go sign Tim Tebow. He's a winner. I don't know. I know, like, Kaepernick is fucking blackballed from friggin' NFL. I don't care what anyone says. He's blackballed. You know, there's no way this guy doesn't have a fucking job with all the fucking crap that's out there. But he's blackballed. The Jets can use him. I don't know. I just, I have pity on the Jets. I don't hate them. Just because I'm a Patriot fan doesn't mean I hate the Jets. I mean, how, as a Patriot fan, I can't hate any team. There's no team that I hate because I don't give a shit. I don't even hate the Giants. I respect them. So I don't, I don't care. But uh, I didn't get to see the whole game. I was it was at halftime and I went to sleep. I said, "Fuck it, let me go to sleep because I need sleep." So I got sleep. I feel good. Uh, I really do. I don't know if you could tell in my voice. It's a little chippy. I'm a little chippy in the morning. Chippy in the morning with Mr. Balloon Nuts. Tally ho, ha ha. Let me have a spot of tea. Fuck you and your tea. The fuck has tea in the morning. You have tea in the morning. You're a low energy motherfucker. You're a low energy. That's why in America we drink motherfucking coffee in the morning. We drink coffee. Tea is before you go to bed and shit. That's what we do in America. That being said, let me have some of this freaking coffee. Mm. This place is doing it good. I'm happy. Not as good as the place I used to go to with the old job. That place was the best. That's why I went there. But this place is all right. Mm. I'm enjoying it. I'm just uh, breaking up my weeds right now so I can do some of this oh, wake up bake in the morning with y'all. Today is a good day. Uh, I have to go to New Jersey. Yesterday I went and got the truck. Check these motherfuckers out. We reserved a, a, a truck with a lift gate. There's a reason why I need a lift gate because I'm going in front of a storefront. I mean, we're going to a mall, but I'm not going to go to the loading docks and shit. You know, I'm trying to make this easy because I'm solo. I don't have no help today, so I'm doing this all by myself, So it's, which is fine. So, I go to this place, and they're like, oh, well, didn't you already grab the truck on Friday? I'm like, yeah, but that was another truck for another order, for, for another reservation. This was a second reservation. Oh, my mistake. I, I, I misinterpreted Rob. Ooh, I just said his name. All right, anyway. Oh, fucking Rob. There's a million fucking Robs, Roberts. This guy, my, my VP guy is Rob, Robert. Um... Oh well, Rob. Oh well, Rob did this. Yeah, he took the truck on Friday, and then we needed one on Monday. He's in Alabama. Well, he's on his way to Alabama, and uh, I got to go to Jersey. He's like, "Oh, well, I don't have a truck." What do you mean you don't have a truck? We reserved it. So now he's calling up other friggin' Penske places and shit, and then finally, he gets one in Jamaica, Queens that has one. He's like, "Oh, we have one in Jamaica." I'm like, "That's nice. I just got dropped off here." 
So he's like, oh, oh, I'll give you a truck. I got a truck that's got to go for maintenance anyway. You bring it. So now I'm doing work for them. I'm like, okay, no problem. So the Jamaica from our office is not far. Even with traffic was like 20, 25 minutes. No big deal. No big deal. I got the truck, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, that's fine. You know, it was just like, but it's just the point that, you know, how the fuck do you mess up fucking reservations? Don't think. Sometimes these people think for no reason. There was no reason for this guy to think. Just, we reserved it. Oh, we, you guys never reserved two trucks. Yeah, because I'm here now. So, you know, and now they understand that. Uh-oh. I did not want to burp in you guys' ears. Not in the morning. That's horrible. Dude, why am I like this? I fucking slept good. I didn't have no breakfast. What is up? What is up? I'm a fat fuck. Well, I did eat bad last night. I had some chips and nacho cheese. I did. I did. I, can't, I have to admit it. But my wife made some awesome fucking meals. So, might be all that. But anyway. So, you know, I told the guy, hey. You know, like, now the company realizes, like, oh, yeah, this guy is a professional. No shit. You hired me and paying me a lot. of. They're paying me a lot of fucking money. Especially for the work I'm doing. The work I'm doing... I wouldn't pay me that much money for the work I'm fucking doing. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, I mean, it's a responsibility. What they're paying me for is a responsibility. Yes, 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 yes. You know, when you're dealing with ten thousands, tens and tens of thousands of dollars in cash, uh, you know, every week and shit. You know, I'm not. I don't steal because I'm not that type of person. Because uh, it's not worth it to steal. You know. I mean, listen. If it was fifty-five million bucks, man, I'd be scheming to take that shit. All right, but we're not, we're not, we're not, you know, I value my fucking, my salary, I value, you know, everything that I'm doing, so yeah, I'm not gonna fucking fuck around with people's money and shit, <clears throat> I just, I'm not that type of person, I'm just not, I'm just not a scumbag like that, so, uh, so yeah, so, so I was like, just get used to it, we're gonna be doing two trucks a lot, especially in the next six months, because we just, uh, we're expanding like crazy, and the guy's like, oh, okay, I won't make that mistake again, all right, thank you. Thank you, guy. Meanwhile, I'll go do work for you now. Do I clock in? Where do I get paid for, for you guys? You know, for bringing friggin' a truck over to the maintenance thing. You know, let me do your fucking jobs, people. But whatever. So I got the truck. But I wanted to get it early because I wanted to load it up. Because today, all I wanted to do is get there, take all my paperwork and stuff that I need, and then go. But now I have to load the fucking truck. So... Because it was late last night and I wasn't hanging around. I was fucking tired. I had to go to Staples and go pick up friggin' artwork that we had printed out and shit like that and all sorts of crap going on. So, whatever. It is what it is. Today's gonna be a little longer than I wanted to be, but whatever. See, I slept. I slept like nine hours. Why am I yawning? What the fuck? Oh, fuck. Well, maybe eight hours. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do I risk it? Do I risk it? Do I risk friggin' taking the Ocean Parkway and getting pulled over again? Do I risk it? <laughs> I don't know if I do. I still got time, though. All right. Maybe I won't do it. It's okay. I'll do the other parkway. I'll do the parkway where no cops pull me over ever because it's so busy. So they just kind of leave everyone alone unless they're doing something stupid. Like yesterday, fucking people driving into the fucking trees and shit like that. What the fuck was that up with that shit yesterday? Oh, that was bad. But, damn, do I just take the Ocean Parkway? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I just want to. I just want to, what time is it? Hmm. I think the state troopers will be out. He'll definitely pull me over today. If it's the same guy, he'll be upset. If it's a different guy, he could play stupid. He'll be like, oh, I didn't know. 
this is not a commercial vehicle. Oh, okay. Alright, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just take the regular parkway. Let me just... I'm going by this professional office over here. Oh, there's a lot of parties in the morning. I just needed to feed the soul a little bit. Okay. Yes. Thank you. That skirt. Thank you, lady. There, I fed the soul. I fed the soul today. I'm good. I'm good today. I'm going to go into fucking Jersey and, you know, all the you know, schools in session shit, like universities and colleges and, you know, and professional people are in their business working and shit. So I'm sure I'm going to see nothing but yuck today when I'm in Jersey. So I just fed the soul. I'm good. I'm good for the day. All right. That's all I needed. A little bit of that. <laughs> what a perv. You're perv. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Uh, I said yesterday <coughs> that I was going to release a Balloon Out Radio show. And I did not because I remembered I had to go through through it one more time. And I'm glad I did because I had left some shit in there. I was like, ooh. So I'm glad I did go through it one more time. But I didn't realize how friggin' funny it is. And... um you know, you know it's funny when I have three friggin' three names for the show that I can't that I can't decide which is uh, which is going to be the title. All right, so it's either Queef Powered Party Favors, Queef Party Power Favors, yes, uh, Chewy Curl, Jewy Curls, like the Jews. So Jewy Curls, that was another one. Uh, or government cheese food stamp phones. It's one of those three that's going to be the name of the friggin' show. So it's either Jewy Curls, government cheese food stamp phones, or Queef Powered Party Favors, which I like that one. Queef Powered Party Favors and Jewy Curls. Maybe I'll, I'll name it like that. Although I do like the government cheese food stamp phones. That's a good one too. Uh, you know when I have, uh, when I'm having problems deciding <laughs> what's the name of the show it's gonna be a good one and i tell you i laughed when i'm laughing my balls off at my own stupidity it's a good one so oh enough of the cock teasing you've been cock teasing a balloon on radio show for like a week now yes i know i'm sorry i lost one but i'm kind of glad that i lost one because the magic that came in this one i cannot duplicate even if i tried right now I, there's no way i could duplicate it so uh I'm kind of happy that uh, that I actually had to do a redo. Redo! So I'm actually happy about it because there's some funny shit. I mean, three or four segments is just hilarious. And I, I can't wait for you to listen to it. So definitely, definitely 100% it's being released today. Um, I even have the song in there. It's a shit song, but I put the songs in there. I have my intros. I did my final edits. I did everything. I did everything. The only thing is, um, what did I want to do on it? Oh, I even took the show notes. That was the reason why I had to go through it, because I needed to get, like, show notes and descriptions and shit like that. So I got that. I just got to do some spelling corrections, and that shit's definitely 100% going to be released today. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to release it right after the Wake and Bake in the morning. Uh, and not for nothing, if it's if you're listening to this, but then you notice a Blue Knot radio show was released, go listen to that shit. I promise you're going to be laughing. Uh, there is some good segments. Like, I had my wife listen to a few segments. I hate my wife listens to my shit. Like, I hate it. But, again, she's one of the 
one of like three people that knows my real identity and shit as far as the Blue Knot radio show identity. Um, and she was laughing and she's like, you know, because I have this thing that I feel like I should have gone and uh, done some open mics a long time ago and shit. And she said, man, you got something there. You got you got a few skits that definitely, if you worked on, it would be killer at a co- comedy show. Me and her, we like comedy. We go watch... Oh, we haven't watched... In two years, we've only gone once. We only went to one comedy show over the last two years. But we used to go, like, at least six, seven times a year. Uh, we love comics. We love comedians. We love it, both of us. And she she was like, that's hilarious. If you worked on that, you've got, you got a few bits. She, she thinks I've got, like, 20 minutes easy. But I don't... Well, first, I don't have the fucking time... And uh, me being anonymous is one thing. Me, me having the balls to sit in front of people. Because uh, I have zero confidence uh, in my abilities when I'm not confident, you know. So uh, I don't mind talking in front of people. I, I don't mind. The talking in front of people, that's, that, that doesn't scare me. It's just uh, I feel like I'll clam up, you know, and I'll freeze up and shit. I don't know. But whatever. Anyway, I'm over here freaking shooting my own horn and I'm not that type of person either I try to be humble and shit I mean there are times that you should be confident in your abilities and that's when I work you know I know I'm a fucking professional so I'm confident in those abilities uh, but uh, in other things you know I lack that confidence so I'll just uh, leave it here for the Blue Knot Radio Show and that's that so uh, if you see the Blue Knot Radio Show and you're listening to this just do me a favor just switch off and go listen to that I promise you will laugh I need listeners in the... Like I said, though, I think I said it yesterday, Balloon Art Radio Show has less listeners than Wake and Bake, than the Wake and Bake in the Morning, which is kind of surprising to me, uh, only for the fact that... Like, me personally, I'm always looking for entertainment and things that's going to make me laugh. So, you know, that's the type of podcast I like listening to. So that's why I'm surprised that the Balloon Art Radio Show is not getting more listeners in comparison to the Wake and Bake in the Morning. Uh, I was trying to promote the Drunken Balloon Knot show. And I take it back. Don't listen to that. Please, I hope you didn't listen to it. I'm embarrassed by that show. So actually, I don't want people to, to listen to that. So I'm not going to promote that show anymore. If people listen to it, they listen to it. You know, But I'm not going to try to push it. You know, I'm going to have to push some of the other ones. Because I've had some good Blue Knot radio shows. I've had some funny motherfuckers out there. I, I want to revisit it and cut out clips and kind of do, like, the best of. Like, some really funny shit. And, um, you know, then I have to write it down and work it out. I did promise myself one day I'll go hit an open mic. So I'm going to go hit an open mic with fire. With fucking fire friggin' bits that I'll work on. <laughs> I'll work on a perfect. So when I go out there, it's like, damn... He's funnier than the headline. <laughs> I just want to do that once. I just want to do that once. So I think there's a lot of good stuff on those Blue Knot radio shows. But anyway, whatever. Anyway, I'm tuning my own horn, and I'm I don't I don't want to be that way. But uh, I'm uh, I do feel good today, though. I gotta say, I do feel good. So let's sabotage that and take this fucking hit. <laughs> It's wake and bake in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holy shit. 
ready for that? <coughs> How the fuck does someone smoke weed for 23 years? <coughs> Still cough after every hit. You think it's lung cancer? Do you think Mr. Balloonuts has that lung cancer? I don't know. <coughs> and traffic. I should have just taken fucking Sunrise Highway. I know, but last time it took me an hour and a half. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn, that was bad. I forgot all about it to go find my vaporizer yesterday. Shit. I gotta leave a note for Siri to remind me. I need that friggin... I need that vaporizer. Maybe it'll help me cough less. <coughs> Whoa. Yeah, yesterday I did get retarded, though. Yesterday morning, I was retarded at work. I did do that tennis ball ping pong friggin' thing for, like, a minute, and then I caught myself. I'm like, nah, just pick something and do it. So, but I had a pr productive day. I mean, I'm ready to go do what I gotta do today. Everything minus uh, loading up the truck. So that's what I'm gonna go do now. I'm gonna go load up this truck and get to going. That is a beautiful, what is that, an Alfa Romeo? Man, those new Alfa Romeos, man. They look nice. They really do. I thought that was a Beamer for a second. But I was like, that doesn't look like a Beamer in the front. The back has got that little bit of a look. But that's got, no, that's got that Beamer look except for the front. It kind of looks like a Mazda. <laughs> but no, the Alfa, Romero, Alfa Romeos, those are nice cars, man. Those are nice cars. I know this, this chick that, uh, she was always into Jeeps. And I would make fun of her because it's like, you're paying like the payment on the Jeep. Her friggin' insurance in New York, plus, you know, she's a female in New York, you know, young. Well, it's cheaper than a fucking male, but, um, at her age. But, uh, she was paying, like, $700 a month. Then, it's like, it's a Jeep. It's always gonna break down. So, now you're paying for friggin' always maintenance. Always, always, always maintaining that thing, because it's always breaking down. And then... You want to upgrade it. You want to put a, a friggin' mud kit. You, you live on Long Island. You're not going mudding, you know. You just like the look, you know. With the zombie response team friggin' decals on there, which I just wanted to spit on it. You know, I just, uh, uh, well, with her, no, I want to spit my dick and slide it into her. That's what I wanted to do, but um, this was a, you know, a person at work. And I don't, uh, I, I'm not that type of person. I'm just saying it now. I was just saying it out there. She had some sex appeal to her, but anyway, but we keep it professional. Mr. Blue Knots keep it professional. It just keeps those thoughts between you and me in this show, and that's that. But uh, she had the Jeep, so she's spending, like, so much money for what? Like, she was working two jobs, plus going to school, you know, going to college. She was working one job, then working another one on the weekend. <coughs> for what? Because you like a Jeep? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. She didn't even have time for a relationship. She didn't have time for that. She just only had time for a Jeep and shit. But whatever. But then she uh, she, she finally had it. She went through three Jeeps over the last five or six, six years when I was there. Because she was there. She was the only person that was there longer than me at that time. Yeah, at the time that I left, she was the only one. And she was only working on weekends. So I actually haven't seen her in like a year. Um, that's not true. I saw her like a few months ago when she got the, the, the new car. So she finally, she's like, because that's right, she got the new car. Alright, it's the first time ever I had to go and stop this and then uh, kind of edit it. It's the first time I had to 
edit the morning show. I outed myself as I'm telling the story. I uh, outed my own name and all that shit. And I was like, oh, I just did that. So, sorry. I have to stay anonymous to protect myself and my family from the dumb shit that I say. I'm not getting fired from any of my jobs or anything like that. So, sorry. I had to do it. I had to go back and just delete it. Sorry. Oh, well. It is what it is. I have to stay anonymous, unfortunately. You know, uh, unfortunately. It is what it is. Uh, Going back to the story, not that anyone cares now, but I have to finish it off just because. So she comes into my job and she's like, "Ah, this is where I where I outed myself. So she comes to my job and she said, oh, Mr. Balloon Knots, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, I listened to you. She's like, I just couldn't take it no more with the Jeep. It's a brand new Jeep. It's a 2017. She got it in 2017. She's like, why do I need a new friggin' this and that and the motors go? We're like, why? She doesn't even take it off-roading. So she's not even ruining it that way. So I don't, I don't, you know, I'm like, I'm telling you, it's just Jeep suck. They look nice. I, I like the way Jeeps look. Always have. Always will. You know, I always had this, like, thing that I would uh, I would want, like, a, a, a mid-90s cheap Cherokee. Because they're one of the uh, end-of-the-world machines. You know, the machines that last forever and shit. Like, the mid-90s Jeeps are a little bit different than the Jeeps. Like, they had, like, a few odd years that, for some reason, the stars aligned. And these Jeeps, like, are awesome, run forever. And the older ones are also known for that. You'll see a lot of the old, you know early 90s Jeep Wranglers and Renegades and shit, they're still going, man, they're going, so, she's like, I had it, I'm like, oh, alright, that's awesome, she's like, so I got a new car, so I'm like, waiting maybe for a sensible car at her age, maybe, you know, because, you know, I'm an, uh, admittedly, admittedly, I'm an old man, you know, I'm old, so, I'm not, but like, my mentality is starting to get old, like, my wife's like, sometimes you're saying things that old men say. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm so sensible, I'm sorry, so, that's what I'm thinking, she went for a sensible car, you know, she got like a Honda, you know, whatever, even if she upgraded a little bit, hey, get the Acura, uh, an Infiniti, you know, I understand that shit, you know, she gets an Alfa Romeo, I'm like, damn, you know who makes Alfa Romeo? Jeep, <laughs> Daimler Chrysler, that's who makes that shit, they look nice, but they're like, kind of new, all these, all, all these styles and models are all like new releases. We don't know how good they are. We don't know if they're gonna be good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that shit at all. I wouldn't touch it with your dick and shit. That's for damn sure. So uh, I was like, yeah, but it looks nice. It's, she got a nice car. Yeah, it's at one of the car ones. And she went from this giant Jeep that is like towering over over everyone. And that's all she's driven since she started driving, just Jeeps. So now she's on the floor. You know, it's like, it is kind of weird being on the floor, but uh, she likes it, which is, that's all that matters, you know, I mean, you're spending all that money on a fucking Alfa Romeo, you better like what you're fucking driving, so, <coughs> excuse me, so, you know, good for her, you know, I got in there, I'm like, go ahead, take me around the block, and, uh, you know, she went down and around, I was like, it's a good, it drives nice, it looks beautiful, it's sharp on the inside, it's really nice, nice, nice looking car, it drives nice, uh, it handled, it seemed like it handled the road nice, but I don't know shit about it, man, so, and I'm not going to, because, you know, 
not for nothing, I probably will never talk to her again. So, you know, I, I, unfortunately, you know, we're not like friends like that. You know, we, we, we talked a lot when we worked together and shit. You know, we always bullshitted and stuff and joke around. But, uh, you know, keeping it professional, of course. But you know, that's, that's where it ends, you know. That, 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 that was it. So uh, I probably won't ever see her again. But, you know, I wish her nothing but luck with the cars because... Uh, during the time that I knew her, she could have bought three cars with all the money that she spent on the fucking dumb Jeeps. The fucking Jeeps. The big, giant Jeeps. Knock it off, lady. That's what I kept saying. Knock it off of that shit. You know, what are you wasting your money for? So, that. Eh, but good for her. Seems like she's doing all right. Well, now we're in traffic. So, what is the interesting things that I'm going to see from people? Am I going to see another lady friggin'... <laughs> finger popping herself you know am i gonna see the jews friggin picking their nose who knows who knows i mean i've already seen like people putting on their face putting on that clown makeup in the morning women love be putting that freaking clown makeup in the morning i don't know why i don't know why it just i guess it takes so much time and you don't have time to do it at home i guess i guess that's what it is i don't know whatever but now i'm hitting traffic boo-hoo boo-hoo man that took that that deflated me man i i never you know this is like something that i always just wanted to be live and stuff but since i'm trying to be anonymous you know i don't have no one to you know hit the button you know hit like a a friggin like bleep button or something out like i can't bleep it out i could have bleeped it out and not cut that out actually i could have done that all right maybe next time i'll just you know insert a bleep before I friggin publish it and shit just because uh, it kind of took away from like it I feel deflated now I'm sorry ah Mr. Blue Knots you suck yep Mr. Blue Knots does suck I do I do at this you know but I, I, I did say from the beginning this is the worst podcast ever but there's way worse podcasts out there so I can't even claim to be the worst podcast. I'm not even the best at that. I'm not even the best at being the worst. Damn it, Mr. Blue Knots. Fucking pedestrian. You're just pedestrian. Basic bitch. I am a basic bitch, man. God damn it. Uh, well, at least we can take another hit, right? Let's do it. I'll just cough in your ears for the rest of the fucking episode. How about that? How about that? I hate traffic. How much am I going to last doing this shit? <coughs> I just want to get at the office even earlier. I want to go there even earlier. But the building doesn't open up. And this fucking... Supposedly the owner of the building. He's all fucking... This was his first big, like, building purchase. Uh, I guess the guy's going to start getting into that. I mean, it must be nice being... Uh, being a successful business person and then buying a building for 4.5 million dollars—that must be nice. Uh, and it's not my—it's not my boss. Not my. We, we're renting out space in this building just because, because uh, the owner of my company is has sentimental. Uh, he's very sentimental about the building because this was the building that his father, his father, uh, worked at the company that the building was originally built by someone else who was huge in the industry that I'm in now. I mean, the guy was huge. He's like almost a legend and shit. Like he, well, he is like to people in, in my world. Like we know him. Um, the guy's been on TV and shit like that. Like, you know, 
uh, and he built this building and a lot of the buildings around the area over here in Oceanside. So the guy sentimental and just wanted it. He wanted the corner office that the guy used to have. He even has the friggin' old desk. He has the original desk. It's like real wood and heavy and shit. It's, it's in pieces. The guy like, you know, hoarded it and shit. Like he, even the guy, when the guy was selling off everything, one of the things my uh, my current owner what he said was that he was gonna own that building and you know but he like he wants to do more business than that guy was doing that guy was generating 45 million dollars a year back in the day back in the day so that's like almost a quarter of a million dollars of value a year generating um back in the day and this is a very niche like business i'm in it's not like um you know, it's very niche. It's very hard to get into. It's uh, as far as like getting a foothold. I mean, like if independents can make a living because see, it's lucrative, but it's hard. Like it's hard to drum up business. It's tough, man. It's tough, but it's well worth it. So this guy, um, you know, that's what he wants to do. He wants to generate that amount of money. Which I'm rooting for him because you know I'm number three on the on the totem pole, so that makes me you know listen. I'm I'll be doing well over six figures within a year or so. I know that 100. percent And uh, that's as far as me working. Like I don't have like I'm confident in what I do now, but I didn't have confidence for the longest ass time. You know I have very 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 little value to myself. You know always I. I, I held myself in little regard I I used to think that this was a motivational thing I would get up you know I would do all my shit that I do now but the only thing is I would look in the mirror and call myself a piece of shit I would just degrade myself like badly and that's like oh I'm, I'm fueling myself I'm uh, I'm motivating myself to do better and you know actually that all I was doing is just doing more of what what was going on when I was a child and it was just being belittled, begraded, uh, not having confidence in myself and my abilities and um, it cost me a lot in my life. That that cost, cost me in a sense um, in just the way I looked at life, you know, I didn't care. I just wanted to party, I just wanted to have a good time. Uh, I didn't last in college. I went to California and um, I went like I have an uncle that lives out there so I went to go live out with uh, out there with him so I, I went like two weeks early even though I didn't want to because I had all my friends here and my my clique you know my my boys my gals you know I had had a great life going on here but I felt like I had to get away I felt like I was I knew I was going to go down a bad turn like my friends already started getting arrested and shit. I was out of all my boys. I was the only one that's never been at least been arrested. I've never been put in cuffs. I've never been in the back of a car, uh, a, a, a police uh, car. Never, never, never. All my friends have. They've been beat up. I, I had a few friends. I've watched my friends get beat up by cops and shit, unfortunately, and shit. You know, I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen people go to prison for 10 years. I've seen friggin' people commit suicide, overdose. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. You know, it was tough. So I felt like I had to get out. You know, by 18, I've seen so much shit. I've been involved in so much shit. It, 
now that I think of it, you know, it was kind of a fucked up life, you know, and then my home life sucked so bad, I never wanted to be home. My mom, you know, she's my hero, she's a saint, but, you know, my father was very abusive, and, you know, think of Middle East nowadays, that was my father, so, uh, that's the way he treated women and, and, and his children and shit, very bad, he treated friggin', he'll treat a fucking a hobo on the street with more respect than he did his own fucking family, but he loved us, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, very weird way to show love, but anyway, so, yeah, I just, I, I had to get out, like, you know, like, I just had to get out of here, for my own sake, uh, sake, insanity, so I went to California, with, and, uh, in the, um, Capitola area, Santa Cruz, one of the most perfect places on the planet Earth, perfect weather, beautiful, I, there's a piece of me that wish I stayed there and got a piece of property at that time because it was still doable. But there's so many people there now. It's just so over like run. It's not the same. Back in those 80s and 90s, like I was going there in the 80s as a child. Every other year, my parents would ship me out there to go hang out with my uncle and shit. And um, so when I was, uh, you know, time to go to school and shit, I'm like, all right, I'll go out there. It was cool, but I went a few weeks before, maybe a week and a half before school started, just to get myself, like, acclimated. Like, you know, I wanted to go. Like, I didn't even go to the campus or anything like that. I just I just put out applications, you know, for uh, numerous schools in the area. And I just, the first, the first one I did apply to, they're the ones that got back to me and, you know, accepted me and all that shit. And that was what I was going to. It's a small, small, small school. I didn't know what the fuck I was going for. You know, I just, you know, I didn't understand. Like, the thing is that I didn't have, like, it was weird, man, because my high school fucking sucked. You know, we were the, we're the hood. We're the hood of fucking, of Long Island and shit. There's a few hoods in Long Island. But this one is like the popular one. This shit's been on the news with fucking MS-13. This was all the thing. Like when people's like, oh, you know, MS-13, you know, that's blown out of proportion. Yeah, because you don't deal with it. I've dealt with it ever since I was a kid. My friend got stabbed in the fucking mall because that was initiation to go fucking, to go kill a fucking white person. My friend got stabbed. He fucking, he, he survived. Thankfully, he survived. You know, because the guy, you know, kind of hit him on his side, more in his abdomen, not in his fucking stomach, stomach, you know, so he lucked out. He lucked out. I mean, he maybe would have survived anyway, you know, but I, who knows, you know, but don't tell, you know, like when anyone, like, well, that's why I, I try not to get into it, but when people try to get into it, like, oh, that's blowing out of proportion and shit, you know, especially people online, you live in fucking lily white fucking Washington, go fuck your mother, alright, go fuck yourself, go fuck your fucking cousin, because you're one step away from that shit, knock it off, if it wasn't for so many fucking trees, you know, because you get lost and shit, you'd probably be banging your fucking cousins, alright, you'll be cross-eyed, buck-tooth motherfuckers, alright, so I don't want to hear that shit, and, you know, people be, uh, that's why I don't say nothing no more. But I'm saying it right now. But, like, I don't do that shit online. I don't do nothing no more. I, I try to keep my opinions to myself. Because people are fucking douchebags all over the place. And I'm not saying I'm not a douchebag. You know, I'm you know I'm the king of fucking douchebags. I'm the fucking king of douche. I'm sure I am. But, but you know, there's some people that just, like, dimwits. And they're douches. And those are the worst. You know? That's why they're not kings. You know, they might fucking be more outspoken and shit. But... They're too dim with it to be a king of anything. So, 
<laughs> I but I'm sorry. Anyway, this is what I grew up with. You know, it was bad and shit. So I just had to get out of here. You know, I had friends being stabbed, friends ODing, I friends hanging themselves. You know, I have a shitty fucking home life. You know, and then all my friends are now up in it. You know, we were, you know, we were slinging friggin', you know, we were slinging our weeds, scheming, scheming shit. You know, doing shit with schemes. Um, and then uh, they started getting into coke. A few people got into that crack and shit. And I was just watching things deteriorate. You know, thank the Lord there was no, like, heroin going on in those days and shit. Because, you know, a lot more of them would have been goners. You know, life ruiners and shit. And it was already bad enough that, like, the oxys were coming out in those 90s and shit. Um, you know, I was seeing friends snort blue oxys. I was like, your, your, your nose is blue. What are you, a fucking Smurf? Like, you know, I would just call them Smurfs and shit. And, um, you know, I can't, I couldn't do that shit. I wasn't, uh, I didn't even, nah. Uh, the furthest I went was Coke. That was it. I never touched anything. Well, besides, I had some acid and, and mushrooms, you know, but that's it. Yeah, you know, I, I just couldn't go beyond because I'm watching what's going on, you know. Like, I don't want no part of that. That shit's so good. That crack is so good you know you're going to ruin your life. Like, we, I've seen friends, you know, I've seen people, you know, at that turn, but we've always talked about it. It's like, we can't do that shit. That shit's a life ruiner. We were seeing lives ruined and shit. Like, it was already, and that was already past tense. We're talking about shit that happened in the 80s and, you know, 10 years later, we're seeing shit and garbage and we're experiencing this, you know, we're, we're seeing this. And then a few people, they couldn't fucking help it. Get their fucking lips on that glass dick. And friggin' that's it. Done. Done. Life ruined. They knew their life's going to be ruined. But life sucks so bad. They wanted that high. Whatever it was. I don't understand. Like, I do understand. But, you know, thankfully, I've, um, I've always been responsible, in a sense, to myself and who's involved in my life. When I was single, man, I was reckless. But again, I knew I was going down a bad road. I knew I was going down a bad road. I knew. Um, you know, with California, I never went to school. I just tried to learn how to surf. That was the thing, I was, that was the point I was trying to get to. Ooh, she's vaping. You're gonna die, lady. You're too cute. You're too cute to be vaping. Unless she's smoking that weed. That was a small one. That was like a small car. Maybe she was smoking weed. Oh, my lady. I want to give you a high five. Oh, this lady just got friggin' a little bit. A little bit. She went higher on that scale. Good for you, lady. I'm smoking a bowl, but she might think it's a crack pipe, so I can't do it. But that was definitely weed, man. That was definitely weed because that was like a, a hippie friggin'. Oh, good for her. Oh, I just want to give her high fives right now and shit. But she probably thinks I'm just another creep guy trying to pick her up. Because she's kind of a cutie pie. But, alright, well, I'll stop looking. I want her to pass it to me. How about, I, how about if I just open up the friggin' window and say, pass it over here. Maybe she will. Probably not. She'll fucking drive into the forest. She drives into the woods and shit. She's like, I'm out of here, creep. Leave that crack pipe alone. Alright, well, weren't you trying to get to a point, Ms. Woolnuts? Yes, yes. So when I went to California to go do my electrical engineering fucking classes and shit, uh, I, 
it's California. You're always on the beach. So I got on the beach and, um, you know, definitely freaking cuties everywhere. And I had that. Oh, you have an accent. I don't have an accent. But I have that fucked up New York, New England fucking accent. So, um, so the ladies, you know, automatically we're doing and this right here, like I would get mad at myself. Like I would get, I would, I would get back to my uncle's house. I'd be mad at myself for sitting around a friggin' a beach fire with some fucking homo with friggin' strumming a guitar. Which that's the way I felt back in the day. Now, you know, that's because you know he had, he had that. He almost had game, you know. He almost had that one up, but you know he had to play the fucking guitar and shit because he didn't have like game game. I I come from New York. We got fucking game, you know. You you taught game when you're like nine and ten and shit, you know. The second you stop believing in Santa Claus, it's because it's game time, you know. And you're learning game, so. But whatever, I would sit around the beach friggin' fire. It was like my first day there too. I was just walking down the beach and shit, and one of the ladies called me over. Like hi, who, 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 what's your name? So I sat down. The guy's playing the guitar with these fucking gay ass fucking lyrics and his gay ass fucking strumming and shit. But whatever, you know. Now I'd give him a high five. Before I just wanted to punch him in the face. Like, like I didn't know what to do because that wasn't New York. Like, like my instinct was to punch him in the fucking face. That was, that's what I wanted to do. You know. And back in those days, we didn't have cell phones and shit. You know, we had beepers and shit. So I remember calling my friend. I beeped him, and he couldn't, you know, we had to pay long distance. He's like, motherfucker, I'm paying long distance for this. What the fuck's up? And I'm like, dude, and I told him about the beach, and he's like, and you punched him, right? You know, like, he's like, and you knocked him out? I'm like, I wanted to, but that's not, that's not the vibe over here. He's like, the vibe, the vibe is you knock that homo out, you know, and then you walk away with all the ladies. Like, you know, that's basically what the conversation was. I'm like, no, I hear you, but I couldn't do it. He's like, you've been there one day and you're already going fucking soft? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, no, you don't understand this. Like, it's freaking like paradise. I always loved going out there because, like, when I got out of the fucking, out of the airport in San Fran and shit, like, this is back in those days. Now I know it smells like homeless shit. Like, it smells like homeless and shit and body odor homeless and shit. Like, that's what San Francisco smells like now. That's a San Francisco treat. The San Francisco treat used to be like, you know, what was it? Like, rice aroni, rice aroni, the San Francisco treat. That was that, right? Now it's a pile of shit on the fucking sidewalk. That's a San Francisco treat. So, but back in those days, you would get, you know, like, you would walk everywhere and every single plant, every single tree, everything smelled wonderful. To me, it was like paradise. It was one of the places to me was paradise. In that area where my, where my uh, uh, uncle lives uh, in Santa Cruz, it was wonderful. I loved it. The beach was wonderful. The food was wonderful. I loved the life. It was so much fun. Um, it was relaxing. Like it was nice not to have to have my guard up and have to, you know, like watch my over my own back. Like it was nice. Like you know, so I was able to put my guard down. I was able to enjoy things. I was able to not knock out the fucking fag fucking strumming this fucking gay guitar around a fucking kumbaya fucking fire on the beach. Um, it was nice. And then the next day, I went back to the beach. I was like, man, I, lo- I didn't know what else to do. Like, my uncle, he's, he, was, he works, you know, obviously. He does his shit. You know, he was, uh, he's, he's now a, a really, f- he's a painter that makes really good money and shit. Uh, and he, uh, he also, he has like four different jobs. He's the head of a company for nutrition that does like sprouts. They, they friggin' like sprouts. 
sprout uh, vegetables and shit, but you only, the focus is on these like very highly nutritious sprouts and you just eat the sprouts and you're good. So, you know, I was learning some shit because he came uh, to Portugal last year, the last two days that I was there, uh, the last three days actually. And, uh, you know, I was able to hang out with him a little bit and watch what he was doing and stuff. But, you know, he does, you know, he gets paid to uh, put together menus uh, for food. He's like a food expert because the guy used to be a, a critic for food. You know, he's very successful. He's an awesome guy. I love him to death. It's just uh, the relationship between, like, my father and him and myself and all around. It's just, you know, I, I don't... Then again, I'm just one of those people, too. I don't I don't talk to no one in my... I don't... I barely... I, I, I don't even talk to my own parents all the fucking time, you know, like, you know, they don't call me, why do I call them, you know, I'm too busy, you know, and if I'm not, like, with me and my, like, this is my mentality, when it comes to this, you know, like, my kids, when my kid was away, I call them every other day, I text them all the fucking time, you know, because, I'm not saying my parents don't love me, it's just, you know, I love my son so much, I'm always in contact, and I want the best for him, and I want to know what's up, so, you know, and I wasn't, like, even if it was twice a week, sometimes just twice a week, just because I don't want to be annoying, because my wife was being annoying, because my wife's annoying, you know, so that's what she is, she's annoying, so, but, um, but she loves, you know, she, she loves us, so, I, so I don't talk to my uncle as much, actually, I gotta send him a freaking couple of, uh, a couple of emails or something, just to reach out and say, hey, just because he's such an awesome guy and he's like full of like love and positives and you know but whatever anyway anyway so california before school it's like this maybe it wasn't the next day after the kumbaya ship but it was like within two days because uh my uncle had an extra vehicle so i always like grabbed one of the extra vehicles and i drove around trying to get acclimated to the area went to the you know went to the college to go check out the school go find out you know I went to classes maybe three times in the first semester. That's it. Like, for real. F first semester? Well, first semester was only half years, right? Only for, like, I only lasted, like, a few months. I only lasted a few months. Um, what happened was uh, I was, uh, because, you know what they have over there? They had, like, I don't know if it's still that way, I would imagine, but they always have, like, flea markets, all sorts of shit like that all the time. You know, and I would go, go there and... Uh, I would see some things, you know, just to see, like, you know, you kind of see what the culture is and see what's up with California. And California is way different, you know, like when I visited there all the time as a kid, yeah, it was way different, but I was also, also with my uncle and my aunt is Korean. So we had, so I, I was influenced with a lot of Korean culture and stuff like that when I was out there. Very, very interesting. Um, but then when I went there later on, you know, with my own driver's license, you know, actually when I went there, I got a California's license that's uh, in my history and shit like that. You know, I had a, I have a California license, and um, you know, I did the whole thing: open up a bank account, all that. You know, I was I had an address, you know, all that. Like I was, I was gonna live there. Like you know, I loved it so much. Uh, the year before, that the year before is when I decided I was gonna go there because I just loved it so much. The year before, I had my license. He gave me the car, and I was going everywhere. I had a great time. So that's why I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to California. I'm gonna go live there and shit. That was that. That's what that was my thoughts back in the day. So, still before school, like I said, it was like a week and a half before school, and then I, uh, I was on the beach during the day, one of those chicks, one of those chicks that I was talking to, you know, one of the chicks that I was banging, uh, she, uh, she was surfing and shit, you know, and I was like, oh shit, you know, I was impressed, like I was so impressed, like it, 
I would like you know like I popped a boner right there I was so like friggin aroused because she was like she was good like she was good I was watching I was like god damn I can't do that and I'm an athlete you know I'm coming I'm coming there I'm going over there I was gonna um I I did not I wasn't gonna do no football team and shit like that you know I was a bruiser in high school and this was a very low level low level school as far as like for athletics and stuff because it was a small it was a small school you know so I probably could have been like a walk-on and been okay you know really because I had skills but I wasn't a monster and um I stopped working out like that spring and shit although you're young so you keep that you know I was still ripped and shit but I wasn't like I wasn't popping you know those muscles weren't popping the way they were when I left New York uh well when I stopped with high school I rather that's what I meant to say uh we had lacrosse and lacrosse you don't muscle up you know, you want to be more facet, but the way we played, we were bowling balls. Like, we wanted to break the will of the other team, and we, like, I smashed through people. That was it. I was so physical, and that's why I have so many body problems now. Like, I have so many aches and pains and bad body parts and shit. It was because of the way I played back in those days. We were fucking animals. We were fucking monsters and shit. We were... We were no fun. Other schools did not want to play us because, like, man, you know, they might beat us, whatever. It's going to be a close game. But what's going to happen is you have to be physical. Like, you have to be physical. And people were ready. Like, like I remember talking to people way after, you know, way after. Like, man, playing you guys, it was a mental fuck. It was a mental fuck because we had to go in there knowing that we had to fight that we had to bruise, that we had to fight our way through. We were going to come out with black and blues. Whenever we had to go face Brentwood, the hood, it was exactly that. We got to go face the fucking hood. And that's the way it was. So, uh, and we had, we had, uh, like I had coaches that, like I had a dirty fucking, he was a dirty, dirty Irishman. He was a drunk. He would drink while teaching class we all knew it and he didn't hide it he was Irish whatever you know he had that Irish coffee in the fucking desk if you know what I mean it was in a coffee mug that Irish coffee that's where Irish coffee comes from alright and that was him Mr. Garrity oh my god Mr. Garrity dude he was so he was and this is the thing with him like you looked at him and he was like he was an overgrown like nice leprechaun like like if you ever thought like as a child like a nice leprechaun you know like yo ha like that was him like he was jovial like jovial i meant to say uh happy but on the lacrosse field this is middle school mind you this was middle school this was your introduction to fucking brentwood lacrosse in sixth seventh grade here's the introduction and shit you know, you're playing physical and shit. Here's some dirty tricks. I was a center midi, so that means I took face-offs. And I would put my strength and my weight into my face-offs. Because I, I would just bend your fucking wrists. You know what I mean? That was just me. I had, I just had this technique that it just came natural to me. But Mr. Garrity, he's like, alright, listen, I'm going to show you a few things. He showed me to step over, like if I stepped over and just landed my foot here, I'll and then pulled, I'll break his fucking wrist. I'll break his arm, I can, you know, do this, do that. Like that's what he taught us. The dirty shit. How to break a wrist during a face-off. Thank you, Mr. Garrity, with your fucking Irish fucking coffee. Thank you. 
you know and that was our introduction you know we would we were notorious for being dirty like giving the butt sticks the butt end to a lacrosse stick into someone's ribs you know or if you go a little bit over here where the diaphragm is he's gonna lose his fucking breath it's gonna hard it's gonna be hard for him to breathe thank you mr garrity you know i seen someone do a fire fucking man carry on the fucking lacrosse field because mr garrity mr garrity also was a wrestling coach so you know he was no fucking joke and he was a drunken irishman and he loved every minute of it like when he taught what he taught he i think he taught social studies i think that's what he taught he wasn't passionate during that time that's when the irish coffee came out but when it was time for friggin wrestling and lacrosse my gosh fucking with a smile on his face he was psycho now now to think of it that's what leprechauns are they're psycho right he was definitely fucking psycho as shit. Mr. Garrity, man, rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. Thank you, though. Thank you. <laughs> that was Brentwood. So, I remember talking to people like, man, when we when we knew you were on the schedule and shit, man, like, you know, when it was coming up, because you play in the same divisions and shit, we were Division One. We were a large, large school and shit. And back in the 80s and 90s, right now, Brentwood's good in soccer. And their basketball team's doing good. They're like they're finally doing good again in sports. There was a while they weren't because all the best fucking players were involved in gang activity and shit like that. Like the athletes weren't being pushed to be athletes. You know, it was just like push these people along, get them out of fucking high school, give them a diploma, and that's it. You know, it doesn't matter how stupid they are, what motive, who cares what they want to do in life. They want to be gangbangers. That's what they're going to be anyway. That was the mentality. It was bad. So, but when I was in school, it was still still good we still had good sports we didn't win no championships you know the championships came like the generation before like just you know a couple of years beforehand like when i remember being a freshman those guys were just getting off being champions and shit so uh and yeah good coaching though and we had the heart but again we played dirty so uh, i remember talking to other schools you know players you know people later on when i would see them and shit you know because i recognize them even playing i played a lot of hockey i played a lot of hockey i would see these people and i was still involved in the sports world you know in those days we did lots of like intramural shit stuff like that so i would see people and you know it's like man you don't even understand the mental fuck it was just to get ready like we would be already stressed you know, it'd be, like, dreadful in the friggin' locker room, you know, it's like, and these were teams that were good, you know, it's like, man, you know, we knew we could have beat you, but it, it, it was gonna be a fight, it was gonna be a fight, like, if we put our fucking head down, you guys would fucking clock us on the fucking head, take the ball and score, because we had talent, but, um, it was just whatever, it was what it was, you know, so, uh, and that, you know what, I was very proud of that, when he told me that, I, you know, and I told other uh, other people, other my lacrosse buddies, because a lot of my lacrosse buddies were uh, people I was friends with, buddy buddies, and uh, and also uh, we played hockey together too. Like most of us that played lacrosse also played like lots of hockey for years and years and years together. So I wore that like as a badge of honor. You know, I was very very proud of that shit, and we were all proud because that 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 was. That was the way we were taught. We were taught to be fucking, you know, we were hoodlums. We grew up in the hood. We acted like hoodlums. So we might as well play like hoodlums. And uh, we had skills, but we were very dirty. And uh, and I think a lot of times we went out there looking to be, you know, really looking to put the pain on people. We wanted low-scoring games, put pain on people, and win by one or two. 
That's all. And that's what they said, man. You had to scrap your way through. No matter what. Even your goaltender. Even your goaltender would fucking... If you got too close, you were getting cross-checked in the fucking neck or in the back. You know, and you know, and that's true. And that's true. <laughs> that's true because when I first started, I played... Go- um, uh, I didn't... Pl- I, I played goalie... Well, when I was recruited to play, like, in sixth grade... Uh, in sixth grade, I was recruited to play goalie because... The goaltender got suspended in sixth grade, mind you. Got suspended from school. Okay, back in the, like you know, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, know, I talk to other people. It's like that doesn't even make sense. In sixth grade, you still like believe in Santa Claus and shit. Some people do, I guess. I don't know. But like in sixth grade, this guy got suspended and shit. And this was like you know already going to middle school. Like it was like you know junior high. Not yeah, I guess middle school, not junior high, but middle school. So. I remember Mr. Garrity, he knew he knew I played hockey, goalie and shit. And he's like, um, do you want to play lacrosse? We need a goalie. And I was like, sure. You know, and uh, I played sixth grade. Uh, and then seventh grade, the other goalie came back. So I started being center midi and I was the backup goalie. And then he got suspended again in seventh grade and I was the goalie. And that was that, that, was that year that sucked where... At the end of the year, because I was a goalie for hockey, so I did kick saves. But guess what? In lacrosse, you ain't got no fucking pads. Same major league lacrosse where they wear pads. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't wear fucking pads in freaking, in a high school freaking lacrosse. So uh, my legs were bruised the whole summer. Wearing shorts sucked that year because I had fucking black and blues all the way into September when we started school again. It sucked. I had some deep fucking bruises and shit. I don't know how I didn't fucking break my fucking leg with some of those fucking shots. But uh, but then after that, I didn't want to be goalie no more because of that, because of the black and blues during the fucking summer and shit. You know, it looked like, you know, it looked fucking ridiculous. I'm out there on the beach trying to play some beach volleyball, you know, trying to impress the fucking ladies and shit. And I got black and blue fucking legs like a fucking moron. So I was like, I can't play goalie no more, Mr. Garrity. He's like, why not? Blah, blah, blah. You, you know. I was like, oh, well, you got this guy, you know? He's like, no. No, no, no. He's not going to last. You know, and I'm like, no, I know, but I don't want to do that. So that's when I became center midi, and, you know, that's when I, you know, but my point was when I played goalie, even he, like, if anyone's in this cross, in this cross, uh, in this crease over here, you fucking check him with your stick right in the back of the neck or right in the lower back, right underneath the shoulder blades, right there. I'm like, okay, and uh, (laughs) you did what he said, you know, and. Man, it started young, man. It started young. So, that was the culture of Brentwood fucking sports in those days. In the early 90s. Uh, I graduated in 95, 94, 95, 95. So, um, but that was, uh, yeah, fun. Fun, the good old days. All right, everyone, I'm yapping. Is this another hour one? Ugh, sorry. Sorry so much. Hey, look out for the Blue Knot Radio Show. It's going to be one of those freaking titles I was talking about earlier. Uh, I think I am kind of leaning on queef-powered party favors. It's tough to say. Queef-powered party favors. Party favors powered by queefs. Ugh, no, that would be like a brand for a product. That would be an advertisement for a product and shit. Uh, actually, that should be the tagline to this show. <laughs> the show powered by queefs. Ugh, but uh, uh, look out for that. Definitely going to be released like right after this. I, I just got to fix the descriptions real quick. I'm just about almost at my office. That's why I know I've been yapping for an hour. Uh, sorry about for, uh, for the first time ever. 
uh, cutting out in the morning and like editing something in the morning. I don't do that, but I can't. You know, listen, I can't be saying my names and shit like that. You know, I am anonymous and I'm only anonymous because I'm protecting my fucking, my, my life. You know, I'm not losing my job because I say something that someone doesn't like. That's ridiculous. You know, go fuck yourself. If someone feels that way, you fucking should uh, start stretching, learn some of that aerobic shit, and then fucking suck yourself off, all right? Suck your own ass. You, know, you have to get to that point where you can freaking bend yourself in half and suck your own ass. That's what you should be doing. Anyone that fucking is trying to get people fired. Oh, I don't like what you said. You're fired. Shut up, you fucking assholes. I only took, what, two hits? Let's take one more. Just I don't want to be fucking black ladies looking at me. I know, I know. Black ladies love me. I don't love you, girl, but I just want to smoke a fucking a joint right here. So a joint. I don't smoke joints. Let me take a hit. <laughs> That hit goes out to you, 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 and you. This hit goes out to you people. Mm. So I cough on the exhale, not an inhale, on the exhale. Cancer, so cancer. Woo, that hit goes out for you. All right, it's uh, Tuesday, what is it, the 17th, something like that, whatever, whatever it is, it is. Have a, a great fucking Tuesday. I know I didn't do any motivational shit yesterday because I was like panicking that I did an hour, but well, whatever. Well, there was some excitement out there. People, people just love to hear my stupidity. Like I said, I think it's motivation so you don't feel so bad about yourself. It's like, man, it could be worse. I could be that guy. And that's the morning show. It's feel better about yourself because you're not him in the morning. With me, Mr. Blue Knots. Uh, I am sorry. Uh, I had to cut that out. I had to jump. I had to do it. I had to cut that out. Uh, I hope you understand. Uh, but I love you all the same. I hope you love me. Uh, love me, goddammit. Love me. Yeah, I'm putting away my friggin' smoke pack over here. Actually, my smoke pack's going with me. I'm doing this solo. Fuck that. All right. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, that's it. You know, have a great fucking week. You know, I didn't do none of that motivational shit yesterday, so I'm going to do it today. You know, listen, it's Tuesday. It's the middle of fucking September already. Time is going by. You know, we're not getting younger. We're going to die sooner than later. So, hey, what the fuck? Have a good fucking week. Why not? Let's change your fucking lives. One of the things that uh, I was getting to uh, before was uh, my mentality of punishing myself in the morning as far as calling myself a piece of shit calling myself worthless you have to do better that doesn't work you know what works being positive loving yourself I know it's gay uh, my 18 year old, uh, old self if I brought him into the future and I told him that he'd punch me in the fucking stomach if he went just before he went to California because if that shit happened in New York, that motherfucker would get punched in the face. Then the guitar would have got slammed over his head, WWE style, and then thrown into the fucking water. Him and the fucking guitar. That's what happened in fucking New York on the uh, on the beach. If you're on the beach at night, you know, and the cops didn't kick you off yet. You know, that was like, that's what drove me crazy in fucking California. It was like, man, the cops aren't kicking you out from hanging out everywhere. Because that's what happens in New York. You can't hang out anywhere. Because you want to know why? Because we fucking riffraff happens that's why riffraff fucking always happens so uh people ruin it i learned that that's what i learned in california so my pre myself like beforehand like my 18 year old self would be very very pissed off at me saying that but it's true 
proof is in the pudding. My life is just getting better and better since I totally changed my outlook. You gotta, you know, you can mold your world, but it doesn't happen instantaneously. Everyone wants that instant gratification. Instant gratification. I want it here. I want it now. Well, that's not good, you know, because we don't live in the internet. We don't, this is real life, and real life is what's important. That fucking online shit is fucking, it's fun. It can be fun, and I keep it for fun. So when I'm online posting a lot of shit, most of the time I'm having fun. It happened again. It just happened again. Someone calls me, and a freaking cut in, and it was uh, the guy from Alabama asking me questions at 8 in the fucking morning. It's not even business hours yet. It's like 6 a.m. by you. What the fuck? What are you calling me at 6 a.m. your time? Uh, sorry, guys. Over here during, like, a motivational fucking speech and shit, and uh, this is what happens. I'm the worst. This is the worst fucking podcast ever. I'm sorry. Hey, guess what? Fuck me. That's it. Oh. You being inspirational and that, listen, I'm sorry. This has been like an hour and four minutes. I'm sorry for your ears and your rears, of course. Uh, let's go get them. It's fucking Tuesday. Kick this fucking week's ass, you know, and that's that. Be positive about everything. That's that, you know, and if you have to be an asshole someone, then they have to be. But you know what? Try, you know, try not to be, you know, try not being an asshole today, you know, try being fucking awesome to everybody, those positive signs. Those positive fucking plus signs, just put them out. Put them out, man. That's the way I look at it. Like I'm a fucking battery uh, uh, or like an energy ball and just putting out positives instead. So that's what I'm trying to do. Put that fake smile on your face. You know, you got to do it. You got to fake it till you make it. You know, and you got to mold your fucking, you got to mold your fucking future. You got to mold your existence. You got to mold everything. We got to do it. You got to do it. You know, that's why they say, you know, write down your friggin' goals. Write this down. Do this. It's all true. I know it sounds stupid. And as I said, my fucking, even myself five, ten years ago would punch myself in the face and do more damage because, man, I was a beast ten years ago. So, it's true. It works. I promise you. You know, you got to do it now. So, let's go get him. You know, go get him, tiger. Rawr! It's like, ugh, shut up, dad. Ugh. I know. I'm ugh. Uh, this whole friggin' morning show podcast has been ugh. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll try it again tomorrow. So, uh, and also the Blue Knot Radio Show is I promise, releasing. You've been saying it. We're done with you, Ms. Blue Knots. We're done with the Blue Knot Radio Show. We're done. No, it's coming out, and it's funny. I promise, it's one of my funniest. Like, I fucking, my wife was laughing hard. My wife was laughing hard at me, and she has to deal with my nonsense for 22 fucking years, and I still make her laugh. She was dying. So, uh, I promise, it's going to be a good one. So, don't forget to listen to it. Uh, I love you, and until tomorrow, bye bye Sorry for the shitty show.